Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, welcome. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Female Holistic Health Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to go back down to the road of what would be perceived to be, quote, medical conspiracies, close quote, but it really isn't. And we're going to talk about cell phone radiation and its effect on the body. Over at the Awakened Man, when it was formerly Holistic Health News, we do have uh, three or four episodes about EMF radiation, how it affects your body. But we haven't done one particularly on putting your cell phone in your bra and what that does. We've mentioned in the cell phone episodes over at The Awakened Man how men who back, you know, 10 years ago is kind of a fad to have those those uh, cell phone holders you would put on your waist, you know, the ones that, that on their belt. And uh, it showed that studies showed that that men who wore those quite often had worse sperm motility. Their sperm wouldn't swim and actually had lower sperm numbers. And there was a study out of University of Washington showing that you had a high rate of hip fractures, men did, who wore their phones on those little belt clips, right, because it's close to your hip joint. Your hip joint's where your femur articulates with the, the acetabulum of the pelvis. So, yeah, that's bad. So I thought we'd do a female-specific one here and talk about women holding their phones in their bra, and perhaps they shouldn't do this. So... We understand why on one level women put their bras or put their phones in their bras because let's say they might be wearing dresses. You know, men always have pockets, right? Women wear dresses and they might not have pockets. And so they have to put their phone, which can be quite large, in their purse. But if they have a small purse or they don't want to put it in a purse, it's like, ah, oh, let me put it somewhere really convenient. And putting it in your bra is it's convenient. Now, I understand some of you don't do this, right? But I understand that some people do. So let's look. One in eight women will develop invasive breast cancer in the lifetime, and one out of 36 will proceed to die from it. Although breast cancer rates are decreasing due to early detection, there are about 3 million breast cancer survivors in the U.S. alone, which is a significant population. A woman's risk of developing cancer is influenced by a lot of factors, of course, right? Genetics, environmental, we, we know. We can go over well this, this, this channel, but certainly over at The Awakened Man all the environmental toxins that we're exposed to. But one of the things that you might not know is is a lot of women who are diagnosed with breast cancer don't have it running in their family. We always hear this, oh, it's always aging and, 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 and hereditary, right? No. In a 2013 University of California study, four women between the ages of 21 and 39 were found to have multifocal invasive breast cancer or breast cancer that arose from more than one location on the breast tissue. That's you know, women 21 to 39 shouldn't be getting breast cancer. They had no family history of breast cancer and tested negative for the BRCA1 and BRCA2 and other known genetic breast cancer links. So celebrities like Angelina Jolie, for example, uh, she had her, she had a double mastectomy because her mom, I think, had ovarian cancer. I don't think she had breast cancer. And so she had the BRCA1 a genetic breast Indicator, it's a tumor marker, what we call them tumor markers. So if you have them, you theoretically have a higher chance of getting that cancer. So she's like, yeah, I'm out. I'm just going to cut them out and get fake ones. Maybe she just wanted fake ones the whole time. 
So going back to these women. However, these women are all regularly carried their smartphones directly against their breasts and their brassiere for up to 10 hours a day, man. 10 hours. Who's wearing their bra? Who's wearing their bra for 10 hours? That is a lot of time. Just put in your purse, people. Put it in your purse. But they didn't. Each developed tumors in the area of their breasts immediately underlying their phone placement. Let's look at these four cases. Case one involved a 21-year-old female who experienced spontaneous bloody nipple discharge. She caught her cell phone, tucked in her bra on the left side for several hours each day. She kept it there. Case two involved another 21-year-old female who discovered a hard mass in the area where her cell phone was kept in direct contact with her left breast. She had placed her cell device in her bra for eight-plus hours a day for the course of six years. Later studies show that her cancer had spread to the bones and therefore unfortunately died. Case three involved a 33-year-old female who discovered two masses in the upper right right quadrant of her right breast, directly underneath where her cell phone was placed against her bra. She had placed her cell phone in her bra intermediately for eight years. Routinely, she would place her cell phone in her bra and use GPS application to determine her location while jogging. Cancer had spread to her lymph nodes, and she died. Yeah, I can understand like why you you would hold it in your bra in the case of like when you're running, right? That makes sense because uh, you you're not going to be taking your purse. And uh, I guess you know women care about fashion enough where they wouldn't just I don't know buy jogging pants that have pockets. But again, you know what can, what what can we say? So let's continue here. Case four involved a 39-year-old female with three distinct masses in the area of cellular phone contact with her right breast. She had placed her cell phone in her bra while commuting to work and used Bluetooth to talk for hours for each day for the past 10 years. Multiple lymph nodes tested positive for the spread of the disease. (sighs) Look, man, if you're using Bluetooth, and we've talked about this on the episodes over at The Wake of Man, ways to reduce your, your EMF radiation. If you're using Bluetooth, the whole point of Bluetooth, aside from handsless driving and getting a, a ticket, is to keep the phone away from you. Just throw it in the car seat, the passenger seat, away from you. You don't have to have it next to you if you're using Bluetooth. But this woman kept it in her bra, <laughs> even when she's using Bluetooth. Cell phone addiction. In all studies, all four, showed striking similarities. All tumors were hormone-positive, low-intermediate-grade, and possessed nearly identical morphology. Lesions were found in the breast tissue. MRI scans lit up and showed dense masses. Due to the similarity of the disease and cases, the authors strongly emphasized the need for more safety data on the effects of prolonged direct contact with cell phones. They point out that breast cancer is typically uncommon for women in their 20s and 30s, which is true. It's true. Less than 5% of women in this age typically get the disease. Usually when one has this disease, it's associated with genetic predisposition, which none of these women had. The researchers concluded there's probable evidence that the non-ionizing cell phone radiation caused breast cancer. In another meta-analysis conducted in 2014, 16 research reports of case-controlled studies published between 2000 and 2007 were analyzed to look for the relationship between exposure to cell phone radiation and breast cancer. The researchers found that low-level radiation may increase the risk of breast cancer in women with the relative risk being 1.1 overall and 1.25 in non-menopausal women. The relative risk in the menopausal group was not significant, 1.04. 
As is necessary to prove any theory, a relationship would need to be confirmed on a much larger scale with more test subjects because there is little laboratory or clinical evidence in existence to date. Right? I mean, if you look at these studies, they're very, both very small, the ones that I did mention. Unfortunately, researchers know very little about cancer to date, and only a small amount of work has thus been done in this particular area of bras and cell phones. Interestingly, the International Agency for the Research on Cancer has only classified radio frequency waves of the electromagnetic spectrum, the form that cellular devices emit as possible human carcinogen. Possible. So we've talked about the IARC over at the Awakened Man in naturopathic news, uh, naturopathic earth, I should say. We have a couple articles and we have uh, some some episodes over there uh, listing class one, class two A carcinogen. So class one are are things that obviously cause cancer. And then class two are possible carcinogens. And so look, even the World Health Organization admits radio frequency waves, possible carcinogen. But you don't hear this. You don't hear this being told to anybody. And that's what makes it so frustrating. So guys, I mean, what can you do? And I've mentioned this before. The most RF radiation is given out when you're talking with your phone going fast distances. So let's say you're in a car, right? And uh, you have the phone up to your ear. It's got to ping off different radio antennas to get a signal out. So that's the worst thing to do. So clearly use Bluetooth when you're in the car or if you're in the car, plug it in and use earbuds. Now I have an episode over at Awake a Man about how AirPods, the, the, the wireless ones, the ones you don't have to plug into your phone, emit something like 40 times more radiation than the regular plug-in ones. But either way, keep the phone away from you when you're using it, when you're driving fast distances. Because acoustic neuroma, uh, neuroglioblastoma, these are big brain brain tumor types that are have really grown, uh, no pun intended, in the last 20 years. And again, where are the longitudinal studies on cell phone radiation? We've only really had cell phones for about 20 years. So again, it's a problem. So what can we do? Yeah, okay, so... Texting really isn't a problem because that's really fast. You don't really have to worry about that. Again, when you're using Bluetooth, put the phone away from you on the other side or in the glove compartment or just in the side, just you know, a few feet away from your body is what you need. Uh, when you're streaming on your phone, try not to put it on your waist. Like if you're sitting, try to put a pillow between you or just any distance. The more distance you can be between your phone and your body, the better. So ladies, I mean, the takeaway is this. Just be safe, be careful, and don't put your... Your, your cell phone and your bra. And yes, I mean, maybe the studies aren't there yet and a lot of these are more anecdotal. But again, if the World Health Organization, who's really corrupted and bought out by China, but either way, if the WHO admits in their IARC that radio frequency is a possible carcinogen, shouldn't we at least be a little cautious, a little circumspect and think, okay, well, this cell phone may not cause any problems, but it may cause problems. So let's just err on the side of safety and keep it from or far away from our body as possible. And certainly do not sleep with it. Put it on airplane mode, turn it off, throw it when you're falling asleep across the room. Don't sleep with it next to you all night. Guys, please care about your health. Please. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check it out. We have tons of female articles, holistic articles. We have 250 recipes that are paleo-inspired. If you want to help us out, click on the PayPal link in the episode notes and donate what you can. 
a more benign way or passive way to support us is that we are Amazon affiliates. So go to naturopathicearth.com and there's a link in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell it. And then when you're on the main page, click on articles and then you'll see the pull down for recipes. Click on that and then go to any of the recipes that pop up and you'll see there's a little picture for one of those ingredients uh, on Amazon, a little Amazon link. Click on that. And that takes you to Amazon. And then from there, search and buy whatever you want. We get a 2% commission, no expense to you if you buy it within 24 hours going through our link. What else can you do? You can buy my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Now, granted, both of those are not too germane to what we talk about here, but hey, that's another way you can support us. Also, please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man. Again, go through the back catalog. We have over 320 episodes there. A lot of them you will find interesting. We have one on vaginal probiotics. We have a lot on female health. So there's Gene Coleman, The Sham That Is. There's tons of female-centric stuff over there. And then go check out Confessions of an Obese Child and post a review for there. And, of course, post one for this channel that you're listening to right now. Until next time, take care. God bless. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.